Hello, hello. This is Kaizen, your host through this silliness, whatever this is. Black Sky Legion, episode 126, waiting on 317 in Star Citizen PU. Uh, yeah, as I said, I am your host, Kaizen. I am drinking Dragon's Milk Reserve, rye barrel aged stout with cinnamon, toasted chilies, and vanilla extract. This shit is legit. Some of you might be going, hey man, why are you starting like five, ten minutes, whatever late? It's because we started the stream and literally we got like five minutes into the show and then I was like, all right, and let me bring in people. And they were like, yeah, we're not live on anywhere. And and then I looked on the thing and OBS was like, you're live, but it wasn't broadcasting to anywhere. And then when I tried to close it, I had to literally ba- basically redo the the booking of the show, do it all from scratch again. And uh, and then it wouldn't, it was like, you got to close, like, it, you got to close OBS. And then it was like, but you can't close OBS because you're live. And then the reason why I needed to close OBS is because I was not live. So I don't know. If you understand what any of that is, you're smarter than me. Uh, like I said, I'm drinking Dragon's Milk. It's been a hell of a day. I started off earlier today on a stream with Down to Earth Astronomy and Hawks Gaming. We talked about the nature of video games and the space game genre while all sitting on a hot tub in a space yacht on a, on a 890, uh, space yacht because it was like April Fool's Day. So we're like, instead of, you know, booby girl streamers in a hot tub we're gonna be some space nerds in our underwear sitting in a hot tub for i don't know reasons uh and that was fun we had a good good time go check it out if if you're at all interested joining us tonight we've got let's start with tweet 74 my main man what do you what kind of coffee are you drinking tonight and uh uh how you doing I've got some black raspberry flavored coffee tonight. Again, quite good. I'm Hell surprised yeah. that I actually like these different flavors. Doing well. It's been a week. We're at the weekend. I'm playing a lot of Star Citizen, as much as I can anyways. And then looking forward to some things coming in the near future. So. Hell yeah. I was playing some of the Star Citizens today. I saw that. That was some fun stuff. That was fun. I'm missing a little bit. I might have to. Uh, yes, I have absolutely been in a rabbit hole of New World. But. I am so far ahead of the curve. I have everything maxed out. There's, I'm literally at the point where it's like I'm just kind of chilling a little bit on New World because I have all of the things at maximum. So it's time for me to get back into the verse a little, I think. I mean, it's either that or play Elite and, well, waiting for stuff. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. Also, I've got my XO, my commander-in-chief. We got Wolf Dragon. Tell the beautiful people what you're drinking tonight and uh, how you doing. I'm doing good. Uh, I've been keeping myself busy and about to have a weekend of all kinds of manual labor. But before that kicks off, I've got me a nice Glencairn of the 6 and 20 Carolina Roja Whiskey. Mm. It's, their, it's their old money that is finished in a sherry barrel and we actually have our guy in the chat oh yo my man hello hello i'm looking for him in the chat where is project wait where is he 
He was in. He was in the other. Stream, oh no! I hope we didn't lose I, him. I, I'll, I'll DM him. Right but on. Uh, let's not forget we had a late joining. There uh, he is. Old friend of the show. Uh, Roy. Look it through. Roy, hello, Roy. I can't. Whenever I'm streaming, so just to to let you guys from behind the scenes know, when you do OBS, it puts you in streamer mode and it doesn't show. So like, I don't hear the like bidding badoos when people like join the show. So yeah, yeah. Welcome, Roy. How you doing, my brother? Yeah, I'm sliding into first tonight. Nice. Uh, what you drinking? <laughs> well, you know, it's been a rough week. I okay. was traveling and uh, uh, talk about it later. But I was playing some elite from the hotel room on the laptop got that figured out but nice man it's been it has been a week um but i'm feeling pretty good i got myself here a glass of uh six and 25 green bourbon whiskey it's making things uh all right yeah all right. yeah 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 project 675 is there in the chat we see him now hello my brother all right so we also have our star citizen researchers Let's start with my man, Elix. Say hello to the beautiful people and tell them what you're drinking. Good evening, everybody, or whatever time it is for you. Tonight, I've just got me some carbonated water, but there's a bottle of wild turkey that is trying to get my attention over here, so maybe by the end of the show. Don't mix them. <laughs> well, no, not, not at the same time. But... No, a glass, a glass to your left, a glass to your right. Drink responsibly. Yep. Right on. And we also have Chad Lozan. Say hello to the beautiful people, Chad, and tell them what you're drinking. Hello, everyone, and happy April Fool's Day for those who do that thing. Yeah. I'm just drinking some diet uh, peach iced tea on this Friday evening. Right on. Uh, just as a heads up, like show note for the people listening, I know we started late. That was not some kind of April Fool's bullshit. That was legit tech issues. I have, I'm no judgment. I'm not shitting on anyone who wants to get into their April foolishness. That's not me, man. I, I, I just, you come here for a show on Friday. We're going to give you a show on Friday. If you're expecting an April Fool's joke somewhere mixed in the show, I hate to disappoint you. You're not going to get one. We're just going to do our show like we do. I'm not, I'm, I just, I'm, I'm over the whole April Fool's thing. Like there's a few that are clever and I'm like, oh, that was clever. But mostly when I see them, I'm like, it's either cringe or disappointing. And, and so I just don't really do them. Um, okay. Why don't we start going around the panel real quick? Because let's be honest, this isn't a huge news week. Let's go around the panel and talk about to everybody what we've done. I've, uh, as I said, mostly been playing New World, but I played some Star Citizen today. I had a good bit of fun. I logged into Elite the other day, briefly. Um and and there's some stuff there, uh, and we'll we'll talk about elite. Obviously, we'll talk about all the games. Um, but I honestly am feeling more right now the pull to Star Citizen. I'm feeling scratching that itch, and I've been doing. Uh, I did the 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 uh, <clears throat> expedition in No Man's Sky and had fun with it. I'm super excited for Flight of Nova and for uh, Terra Invictus coming up uh, in the next quarter or so. But like right now. I'm really, more than anything, feeling the pull of Star Citizen. It's like, it's time. It's time to get back together and form the A-team, get our little crew and start, you know, I got to find myself a brown jacket. We're going to break out the Carrick. We're going to get five or six people and we're going to start doing maybe like 
maybe like a weekly thing where we get together and almost like role play out the night of like Firefly and a Carrick and just mm-hmm. <clears throat> head out there with five or six guys and gals, like whatever. This is not a, this is, I don't give a shit about your genitals. Like just five or six of the dudes slash dudette variety and like go out and, and do like, oh, tonight's going to be a hauling night. Tonight's going to be the, the next night. Oh, it's going to be a combat night. We're going <clears> to <throat> break out into whatever. Oh, this is going to be a, you know, we're going to go do a bunker mission. We're going to go deliver some medicine to somebody. We're, you know, we're going to go rob somebody, whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm here for it. I'm, I'm ready to get back into Star Citizen on a more, like, not just about the news, but like, I've been playing Star Citizen for a couple years and I took a couple months break there to like where I would log in very briefly, but not much because I was mostly playing New World. I'm ready to get back into Star Citizen and do some more missions and stuff. I'm ready to do the same in Elite, but they got to give me something. They got to give me like I'm expecting two to three more weeks before they turn the story on. When they turn the story on, I think I might really hop into that and have some fun with it for the next year before the wheels fall off. But that's where I'm at with things. Um, and that's what I'm feeling now. Roy, what about you? Where, where are you at with things? What are you, what have you been having fun with? You, you said you were playing elite in the, in, from a hotel laptop, whatever connection, where, where yeah. are you at with things right now? Well, a little over a week ago, I finally kicked off a, a, a small expedition that I'd been planning actually since I first started playing elite, it was, uh, revisiting an area on the South side down at the edge of the galaxy, some some things I'd tagged the first time I went through, and I was in more of a hurry then. And So this was going to be a solo expedition, and then some people, uh, you know, I was talking, and they wanted to come along. So I've huh. got Adaxius, uh, Biotic Keen showed up, and also uh, from Loose Screws, uh, Dubs and, and Teflon uh, nice. made, the, made the journey after it had taken off a bit, but we were still pretty close. It's like... I kind of compare it to like camping in the backyard. Like we're not so far away that if you've forgotten something, you can neutron star back, neutron highway back pretty, pretty easily. Um, But yeah, it's, uh, you know, unhurried, chill. uh, Curiosity is being valued and fun more than a a specific timeline. But uh, uh, yeah, we're having, we're having fun. Um, My youngest son is also on the carrier. So that's been fun. He just started playing. So that kind of, that kind of is, sort of one of the great things about elite dangerous in a way that like you can legitimately be two carrier bubbles or two carrier jumps from the bubble so like half an hour at most from the bubble in most any direction and so long as you're not on the beeline to beagle point or the beeline to sag a Mm-hmm. Two mm-hmm. two jumps, two jumps, and you're now like legitimately in exploration territory where you can now, from the carrier, hop in a little ship and jump around, you know, in a, in a fifty light year radius around you and have a lot of completely unexplored systems, and that's kind of oh, a it, really neat thing. Yeah, and especially now, I mean, with fleet carriers, it's totally changed how I explore. Um, like I'm bombing around in an Imperial Courier or a, a Dolphin or, 
or heck, I'll bring out the Type 10. Like it doesn't matter because we're just in a bubble around the carrier, and and uh, I don't need to be using the Jumpaconda that's like tinfoil and a, kind of a pain in Super Cruise. Um, it's there's there's a, a few more ways to have fun now, I think, because of that. So. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Just want to make a quick shout out to some people, some familiar faces I see in the chat. Uh, obviously, hello, hello to uh, Winter Butte. You know we love you, brother. Hello, hello to my man Dark Knight. You know we love you, brother, your family. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm loving seeing, you know, the names. Uh, we got Francois Daniels in the chat. Uh, as I said already, you know, we got Project 675. It's great to see the crowd in. Uh, we love to see you. So, uh, Tweet, what have you been up to this week, and, and what kind of what kind of stuff you got planned for the week coming? Oh, I've been playing a lot of Star <clears throat> Citizen, mostly doing on-foot stuff, mostly a lot of bunker missions. I've been collecting uh-huh. a lot of dead pirates' armor, mm. having fun with that. But what I really wanted to mention tonight was I've watched the first two episodes of Halo recently. Oof, oof. Second episode was tonight. Now, mind you, I didn't play the games. When I tried Halo back in the day, people were telling me it was this great story. Mm. But I came straight out of Mass Effect, and Mm. I tried Halo. And to me, there was, like, no story at all compared to Mass Effect. So I I bailed out on Halo early. I never paid any attention. Mm. The show itself, whether it's good or not, that's fine. But if anybody else has seen it, tell me that in Episode 2, we didn't see that ship traveling through quantum travel. (laughs) <laughs> and they didn't land at Grim Hex. Wow. <laughs> it was right out of the game. It was crazy. I tell you what, uh, I saw about a month ago, there was an interview with the director of the new Halo show, and he said in that interview, yeah, I didn't bother. I don't know the story at all from the video games. I wasn't really interested in that. I wanted to create my own things. We wanted to tell a new and fresh and unique story. Mm. So none of us looked at the actual story or lore from the video game at all. And as soon as I heard that, I thought, thanks a lot. I can skip this now. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's going to be fucking brilliant. But when I saw that, I was like, uh, yeah, I'm out. Uh, so yeah, I, 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 are you actually enjoying it tweaked? Is the story good? I don't know. Uh, surprising to me, yes, I am enjoying it. I'm I'm quite intrigued, actually. But I wonder if that's because I didn't play the games and I don't mm. really know the true story of the games. Mm. Wow. Uh, I'm just hearing people in the chat, they stole from everywhere but Halo. They're like, it's like, wow, okay. <laughs> All right, yikes. Uh, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, there's some people that are sharing their feels with... Uh, Hey, stop with the, I want another story. Like, it's like, yeah, no, respect the, the, I think what we're seeing in the chat is, uh, respect the original content. If you're going to make a Halo story, make the Halo story. If you want to make a different story, then do that. Uh, all right. So we've gone through, let's ask Wolf, brother, how are you doing? What you've been playing this week, what you've been enjoying and what are you excited for in the week to come? Cause I'm, you know, I'm going to drag you into this, uh, Michigas with the flying around in a, in a Carrick, you know that, right? I'm, I'm really looking forward to getting in on that. Um, I actually got to sit down with uh i guess chad later but i'm sure you can walk me through it too um i want to upgrade myself to the titan just to 
give myself a better um a better right foot forward and doing stuff uh on my mm-hmm. own and whatnot. But uh jumping down on that carrot sounds like a lot of fun and a really good way to like, hey, what button do I press for this damn thing? Because I know that there's going to be even more of that than I've seen already, uh, just because the muscle memory isn't there. Um, I've been splitting my game time between uh, primarily New World, mm-hmm. uh, some Elite, and actually looking around at a, a couple different other uh, little things here and there. Um, I think I'm going to jump back into 100 Net Starfighter now that it's Ooh. had a, a couple more updates. Oh, yeah. Um, I. I I pledged on that one. You know, we we shouted it out on the show a while back. Um, and it's in this weird early accessy thing because mm-hmm. of some legal whatever thing that Steam makes them do. But you can still jump in on it. You can still uh, do the stuff and, and get mm-hmm. on the game and see what it is. And they're they're going gangbusters. And uh, honestly, I'm trying to find the time to. Uh, update fly dangerously and and give that a world just to have fun screwing around in canyons again i did i did you recently did? Awesome. actually get on fly dangerous just a few nights ago and she has done such an amazing job with that thing oh my god that game is breathtaking when you get into it i was stunned <clears throat> so fly dangerously who's put out by a friend of the show yuki bomb and hernet starfighter by Fernando, these are two cases of a game putting being put out by a single developer that is a absolute labor of love. And here's the thing: don't get me wrong, AAA development, you know, big budgets and lots of people—they can give you the bells and the whistles and the snazzy whatever. But for my money, whether you're a big budget massive developer or whether you're a single developer whatever you cannot beat the passion and dedication and devotion you can tell when the dev team whether they're one strong or 50 strong when the dev team has a passion for the product it shows Mm. and in both the cases of hunter net starfighter by fernando and uh fly dangerously by yuki bomb Passion is there. The two biggest projects that I'm excited for right now are uh, one of them is, uh, what do you call it, Uh, Falling Frontiers being put out by a single developer. It's a passion product. Like It bears through. It shines through. When you put your blood and sweat and tears into it, whether you're one person or 30 people, it shows. And so, yeah, yeah, huge, huge salute to both of those projects. Now we got uh, Elix and Chad still to get to. Elix, what you been doing this week? What you excited for next week? Um, I haven't been doing that much this week. Um, I've been busy with life shit. Gotcha. So I uh, haven't been doing much gaming. The gaming that I have gotten to play was Noita, which is the procedural, you know, dungeon exploring kind of thing. And as usual, just got my ass wiped on that. Uh, as for excitement over next week and stuff, I'm looking forward to. <clears throat> uh star system 317 getting closer to oh, yeah. relate to live i don't think it'll go live next week but mm. it's getting there and you know just like what what kind of news are we going to get from them next kind of thing so i want to 
hop in anyway. here. I want to hop in on you here and say it's. I know it's not next week, but I definitely want you to include on the things you're excited for in the future. You've been sharing with me another passion project. And again, we're talking about a single developer passion project. You're super psyched for Rodina. Why don't you take a, a little minute here and tell us a little bit about why that looks so awesome to you? I don't know that I'd say that I'm super psyched, but oh, it is okay. definitely something that it's definitely like, you know, I'm not like, oh my God, but it is definitely an underappreciated gem. Mm. It is a procedurally generated in procedurally generation based space sim that is made by one person and it has first person shooting it's got flight transition from space to planet and if you don't know how to land a planet from orbit you like land a ship from orbit you will explode in the atmosphere mm. like it mm. it's 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 not super hard sci-fi but it's you know, you need to know what you're doing. You can't just point the nose down and go, accelerate, I'll get there. What movie was like, that? There was a movie where they were like, ah, I've got to land this. I got to I gotta get back into atmosphere. And somebody was talking them through and they were like, if you come in too shallow, you'll skip off the atmosphere like a stone. If you come in too sharp, you will explode like a rock hitting, like like you're landing, you know, like you're jumping out of a plane and just smacking on the ground. I forgot what movie that was, but it was like, Oh shit. Yeah, you gotta have like the right angle and all that. And it's gotten updates over the years. It is I think mostly positive or like very positive on Steam. So nice. it is, you know, it's very well regarded if you are the kind of person that actually wants that kind of game. Nice, nice. So And so is yeah, it like another it, single it, developer? Yeah, one person made this game. I think they're an ex Bethesda developer. Hmm. But yeah, Rodina, one person, and it's like the graphics look like they're made by one person. You know, do not expect Star Citizen type graphics to come up out of this thing. But for a one person game, the graphics look fine. Oh, yeah. they're, they're totally serviceable. And, you know, the rest of the game is what's really there. Quite often, when you're playing the AAA qu title games, when you're playing, you know, EA or fucking Bethesda or, you know, whatever games, you're Ubisoft. there and Ubisoft, you're looking for the, the graphics that just make your eyes roll and make your head pop off. When you're playing, but, and, and, and sometimes they're great, let's be honest, sometimes they are. Quite often, they have all of the looks, all of the polish. And there's no soul. The game, the, like the game's just not that fun. It looks great, not that fun. When you're playing a game, a lot of time, not always, but a lot of times from these single developers, it's one of those situations where it's like you give up a little bit. Not, not you don't have to give up everything, but you give up 20, 30 percent of the graphics, the the ooh and ah factor of the slick cutscenes and whatnot. But you end up with a gameplay uh, sort of whatever that's that's just unparalleled so yeah that's awesome 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 all right chad what you've been playing what you've been doing this week and what you excited for in the week to come well i was playing the uh 317 ptu nice. uh, and a little bit yesterday and some today and it's remarkably stable for as a big war as a big of a warning as they gave. It's like mm. this is a complete crap. Don't expect it to actually work. We're gathering data. Well, I only had one thirty k in one crash at desktop. Okay. So, and 
I saw a lot of cool, a lot of good stuff. It's definitely going to shape up to be quite a large release. So, in fairness, they said, you know, they didn't say it's crap, but they did say expect it to be a less stable than most of our whatevers. And it's like, yeah, that's that's the thing that makes you nervous going in. But you're saying it wasn't that bad. There's no. a lot of <clears throat> and there's a lot of new stuff in there that we're excited for and we're going to talk about. So let's get into it. Um, let's start with No Man's Sky. Uh, I finished up the expedition. It was phenomenal. Had a great time with it. Um, <clears throat> I'm looking to now sort of spend some time in the in the coming uh, weeks playing the non-expedition, you know, update side of it. Uh, you get your whole sort of little robot companion that you build up and you do stuff with, and I'm excited to play with that. Also, excited to get back in and visit my little town that I'm the mayor of and see how it's growing and help to progress it. <clears throat> I want to get back in maybe in the next month or two. I also really want to kind of get back into the whole idea of making our, <clears throat> our, our mega base planet. I want to, like set up some some uh plans to build some stuffs have like multiple bases on the planet and then one super mega base that we want to sort of grow upwards and make some kind of pyramid or skyscraper i don't know some kind of something so <clears throat> that's where i'm at with uh nomansky has anybody else from from the group here played the new one, either the expedition or even just the new update, where you get that rope, you can build up your robot companion. Has anybody played with that yet? <coughs> nope, not at all. Wow, guys! Wow, you're the go-getter. You're you're the one with all the free time, Kai. Didn't you know? It's fun though. It's fun. Well, all I right, doubt that. All right, so uh, that that takes care of Nomansky for now. We'll we'll have to. I'm going to have to drag some of these guys kicking and screaming in there and make them build a robot. And then we're going to have our little robot army. And then eventually our little robot army will take over and they'll be our robot overlords. And then, oh my God. But, yeah. Elite. Let's dispense with it. Um, so I watched Frame Shift Live, episode three. They literally started with the stream with, hey, guys, we have nothing new to announce, so, you know, calm us your tatas. <clears throat> and then proceeded to do some, like, <clears throat> stellar screenshots. And <sighs> and then they did, like, a... oh, here's the last of the chances to get a flower paint job on your type nine with twitch drops next month we'll have new twitch drops and um then they did <clears throat> a lot of mining uh they were mining for the cg and i uh the the process of mining that they were doing it was it was like we got to get these, you know, not regular mining materials. Like we got to get like magnesium ferrite and this and this and this for the CG. They were actually mining. First they went to the wrong place, then they sort of went to approximately the right place, but then they had to go to a different place and 
oh, the ship wasn't set up right, and this wasn't right, and then they were mining, and then they're like, how come we're not getting any of the thing that we need? Because it was on the ignore list through the entire time, and like they basically failed miserably <laughs> to do. So they were new to mining, <laughs> right? That's the first thing anybody learns, right there. They they literally demonstrated that the community management team as a whole is less good at mining than most people that start mining within their first five hours of the game, and that was like super oof. Maybe I didn't see some gold there that other people saw, so I'm going to open it up to the rest of the panel. Is there, do you disagree with my assessment of it? Or were you like, no, they weren't that bad? Or like, hey, they had some good information about this. If there was anything in there that was of value, anything at all, I'm begging you, please tell me. Anyone? Zilch. Bueller? I didn't see anything uh, that you could call quote unquote redeeming. I think all it did was highlight that. <sighs> Hey, I want to. I want to know how to do something in in the game. So, as as a commander doing that, you know, what's what's the first thing you're gonna do? Well, you're gonna go to YouTube. Um, uh, guys, you got the the people in your back pocket that that wrote everything. You should go. Hey, how do how do we do this? At least you know, have the talk or YouTube it yourself. I mean, or maybe play I, the game. I, there's there's that. I mean. It's just, it's not the right look when you have the CMs. And correct me if I'm wrong. Every time they've done it, and we're going to play, watch us do this. It has always been just staring at the screen with your head kind of cocked to the side. With, you know, you look up the, the bunny gif meme for huh? Like, that's everyone's faces while they're doing it for a minute. And then it's just... What is going on? Like it, it detracts from the overall anything else they could have had on the stream. Which, unfortunately, the whole "we've got nothing to tell you" <coughs> begs the question of why are you having the stream in the first place? All right, Roy's gonna though come in and he's gonna fix this. He's gonna tell us why it was awesome and we're wrong. Go ahead, Roy. Well, you know the advantage of being on an expedition is you you're off the grid, and that's <laughs> kind of how I'm role playing this. Is the advantage is you don't want to have to watch the streams. <laughs> Sorry, my newspaper delivery boy doesn't come all the way out here. <laughs> I'm still waiting to be amazed. Uh, God, I mean, I no one expects them to be like super at the game, but wow. Well, okay, they could you know watch some YouTube videos and <clears throat> not embarrass themselves. All right, so. Mm. There, that was the Frontier live stream <clears throat> um, with regard to the – they did an April Fool's Day joke. I guess let's cover – we'll cover theirs and then we'll cover uh, Star Citizens as well. They did an April Fool's Day joke and the April Fool's Day was the inconceivable paint job. And it's like – and it was literally – it didn't show any ships. It was like you're invisible or whatever. But they were like, the inconceivable paint job. Put it on your – Type 8, doesn't exist in the game. Wink, get it, smart, clever. Put it on your Crate Mark 5, doesn't exist in the game. Oh, so clever. Um, so here's where I'm at with things. And I, again, I, whatever, maybe I'm too salty, but I posted in the, in the chat, uh, in the elite chat, I was like, here's the thing, guys. 
You've lost more than half of your consumers in the last year due to a in a incredibly botched potentially potentially game killing DLC with Odyssey <clears throat> expansion paid expansion. You just a week ago, 2 weeks ago like literally wrote off 20% of your player base that's left all the consoles like yeah, you guys are dead to us. We're not making shit for you anymore. <clears throat> You don't get the right to make clever little ha-has right now. You need to just keep your fucking head down and get to work and do something to, in some way, redeem this mess. So, that's my, that's my opinion. And I felt like it's not a good look. Like, if you're doing good stuff, absolutely. Join in with your frivolity and have some fun with, with April Fools. If you're in frontier shoes right now, no. Mm-mm. You don't get ice cream and and joke time. Keep your head down. You're in detention. Get some shit done. Do something. That, that to me is the crux of my problem with FDev in the first place is they act like everything is okay. Like there's been nothing bad that has happened to the game or the community and everybody should be content with what's there. They're they're placating to the new players and and the people that the white knights will say that's those are the only people they pay any attention to anymore it, it, it now meanwhile at the same time there was another april fool's day in the elite dangerous community that happened this one was put out by the axi and this one was brilliant and also broke my heart at the same time so the axi posted at like two in the morning Hey guys, 18 new systems have been unlocked in the Coal 70 sector. Looks oh like the story is happening. It's on, boys. Let's go. And oh, and no. then it and then it linked to a thing and you it's like click the link for more details and you click the link and it was a rickroll and it was like oh. That's actually cruel. It, that that yeah. is that is mean-spirited. But you know what? But it was fucking hilarious at the same it, time. It, it was good coming out of the AXI guys. Like AXI the, the had been had, the way that they had linked it. It hit, hit it perfectly. Like, hell, I got hit with it. it was four a.m. last night when I was like, "Oh, sweet, click." Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> it was. And here's the thing: AXI have been saying Get for going. the longest time. You know, Frontier, help us! Come on, do something. You're hurting us. You're hurting us. You're hurting us. And 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 they never did. I think honestly, AXI they had it's like all right, you make your jokes, you it's all good, whatever. I'm not, it was it was it was hilarious. So oh, yeah, AXI has every right. If, like if we're talking about who's allowed to make jokes here, they they absolutely deserve. Yeah, it. yeah. I'm just saying that the particular choice they made is playing with elite commanders' hearts. So, all right, so let's go around the table. Uh, thoughts on this. You know, we will we ask for whatever stream the thing, any of the things go. Uh, I, I'll jump in quick. I just I'm going to say why are we why are we uh, shocked and amazed that they can't read the room? Like this is not new. Uh, we we have fun in spite of this. That's all I'll say. Okay. Yeah. So, to me, uh, anyone else? Oh, go ahead, T. Go ahead, T. To, to me, it's it's disappointing because this is the time after canceling the consoles. This is the time they should really be showing that they have a plan for the future. 
Frontier has to act like all of their plans are so top secret they can't dare let them out and let us know what they are. Meanwhile, CIG's like, here's the next two months or two patches, you know, six months ahead. Here you go, guys. It's it's crazy to me that they act like this, and it's frustrating. That aside, though, I do have a little bit of personal uh, elite news All right. in regards to OPIX, really. Uh, we recently, OPIX, I believe it was yesterday, maybe the day before, won the gold medal in the trade for this Congrats. season, which this nice. season are like well 60 done. days or so. Oh, yeah. So they were pretty happy. Yeah. Hell yeah. We'll see. We'll see how things go from this point forward there, but Okay. Anybody so, else? Go ahead. Yeah. So, um on the topic of roadmaps, I'm going to get to that in a minute when we turn to Star Citizen, but never mind that for now. Um I have what might be kind of a salty thing to say and it goes back to the the streams and the preparation that they have for the streams. And understand that I'm not accusing them of like not doing their jobs on the like professional level you could say that they're not professional but that, that's like i'm not i'm not trying to get them fired or anything but just wait, I wait, wait, wait. let me let me hop in real quick here just to correct you because you said with regard to star citizen in their streams you mean with regard to elite correct oh sorry yes, yes yeah yeah elite okay i just want to i want to clarify that because people might be like what okay yeah, go ahead no go ahead. apparently apparently there's something in my water um <laughs> No, but what I mean is, like, with the lead in the streams, like, I'm not trying to get anyone fired. I'm not trying to really start shit here. But on the outside, and and I know that they spend time, you know, answering questions in the forums, especially Sally. Hope she's doing well. Um, you know, and all that. Like, it's not that they don't show any evidence of what they do outside of the streams. I'm not saying that. But I'm assuming that these are full-time jobs. What are three or four people doing for 40 hours a week that they can't afford to get onto Elite for an hour to practice the thing they're going to be doing on live stream later on that week? Like, how, how is that not anywhere booked in the time that the community managers who are the public face of the game, if Braben isn't saying anything out loud, why are they not given time to, you know, to actually prepare for that. I get it, and, man. You know, I, here, I, like, here. that's not, I, I know that nobody can answer this because that's only, a, that's a question only like Art or, you know, Arthur or his boss can really answer. But, like, what are they doing? Why Why isn't that part of the thing? I just don't get it. Like, at the very least with Star Citizen devs, you know, you get actual devs getting on and they play their own game and like they'll stream it and be like, yeah, okay, check this shit out. You know, they're not streaming <clears> internal <throat> builds. Yeah. But you can watch... play their own game and prove that they actually know what they're doing, like especially John Crew. But anyway, yeah. that's Oh yeah. Citizen. You can watch Crew. Crew goes on Twitch and streams for hours. You can watch plenty of the other ones as well doing their thing. Um and it's always great. Yeah. Um Chad, you have any thoughts on uh, on Elite before we, I think we, unless anybody else has anything else they want to cover on no. Elite, I'll let you have the final words and then we'll... It's just sad all around. You have a company that has a game that's beloved by a huge player base and they, they just seem to like, it's like, uh, well, 
whatever. Uh, we're going to go mine and then do it all wrong for two hours straight and ignore chat that's telling him how to, how to fix it. Mm. Uh, it's just kind of pathetic. It's like watching an amateur Twitch streamer who just started today. Mm. All right. Uh, before, because I know people are like, ah, oh, so much elite hate. Look, we're not doing elite hate. We're just doing elite news. We can only tell you what there is to tell. If 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 you, if there's something else that we're missing, like for sure, let us know in the comments section. I, I'm down. I have one. I Go have ahead. one more quick thing. Um, just to say that, uh, aside from all the circus, uh -huh. I guess going on with uh the CM and mm -hmm. whatever's going on in the bubble. Uh, the gang that's with me out on this expedition, like one of the conditions I guess I'd set for myself at each time I came back and checked out the game mm. in the last five, six months was like, is it still fun to explore based on stuff being fixed yeah. with terrain and yeah, planet yeah. modeling and all that? I've been pretty impressed. Um, I'm finding stuff out here on planets that it's not the... Uh, you know, when they first launched, some of the stuff looked like fondant melting over mountains and mm. weird, weird Everything artifacts. Everything smoothed and, out, yeah. Oh my god! Now it's I'm it's fun and it's impressive, and uh, I just wish this had been how it launched. Mm. Maybe we would have had a different, uh, you know, mm. a different story over the last year if they'd been able to somehow beta test this and make this happen. But where it is now. If your thing is exploring and taking cool pictures and seeing wild vistas, like. They've finally arrived. Nice. Even though there's all this other noise going on, it's we're having a great time on this expedition. Nice. So. And for sure. From a playing Horizons content in Odyssey mode, aka, you know, you're not getting out on foot to do stuff like from orbit, mm. the planets from Odyssey Horizons, way prettier. Nice. Uh, shield effects, way prettier. Like. There, there was that. a polish pass done with the graphics and how the visual presentation of the game is that it looks really good. It It's like it kind of getting on par with how good the audio in the game is. Like that's wow. what keeps me coming back. Like everything is way more objectively pretty. Does it yeah. still have issues with once you're on foot, you go into a, a combat area with the frames and all that? Yeah, it's still, it's still got that there. And there's been marked improvements, and so, hopefully there'll be more. But everything else for the way that I play Elite is fucking great. So to be clear, as I've said a thousand times before, and I'm sure people are tired of hearing, Elite Dangerous to me is unquestionably uh, a home run. I got, I've got i gotten a hundred times the value for what I put into it. Odyssey is dog shit. That's my objective opinion. I think... The, the mechanics and all the stuff in Elite Dangerous, the original Elite Dangerous, is amazing. And you get tons and tons of, of value for it. Now, the fact that it's eight years in and they have still a lot of the weird grind aspects that they had that we were telling them years ago, like, yo, this needs to be addressed. I, I, I find that to be troubling, but like, okay. But like... Is anybody, does anybody have any news for me that it's like, no man, Odyssey is good. Like not, Hey, okay. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll grant the planets look better. I haven't seen them, but I believe you a hundred percent that they look better now than they did when Odyssey first dropped and everything was just an abomination, but like, they, they, they look like we expected them to look. No, no, no. That's not. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But leaving that aside, the Odyssey gameplay loops, the, 
going out and doing exobiology on planets, the doing the stuff in settlements, has that gotten better at all? Anyone? They, I think they have been making adjustments to missions so that like, I think one thing that they fixed recently with missions is that they won't send you to do like sabotage missions against your own faction and screw up your own reputation levels. Yeah, but has um, the so gameplay for that stuff gotten better? No. Okay. haven't really changed it, that. As far as mission, the only new mission is a defend mission where you have to defend part of the settlement with like some loading docks or something yeah. against waves of enemies. But yeah. other than that, they haven't changed any of the FPS stuff. They haven't changed any of the that kind of stuff. And, and to to be fair, I don't really mind that stuff. For a limited time, that stuff can be entertaining to me. It just is not what I wanted it to be, and it is not on the level of Star Citizen's gameplay in that regard. So I play Star Citizen instead. Okay. Well, one thing I'd add about the exobiology is, uh, yeah, the game that that loop in the game hasn't changed. What has changed is, you know, third-party tools to the rescue. Uh, Canon has tools built into their EDMC plugin now that, you know, part of the problem with exobiology was in the same way that uh, when you just explore and you you know now, okay, we're going to look for terraformable uh, high metal content and water worlds and earth like like there's you have there's a hierarchy of things like what's worth my time to go map. The, there's enough data coming in now that um, through Canon that they can actually tag on the plugin when you scan things, um, whether it's you know one dollar sign, two dollar sign, all the way up to eight dollar signs, mm. and they've published lists where they're vacuuming up all this data from people who are scanning things and now there's charts and charts and charts that are like okay if it has this prefix if it has this name if the range is from 56k to 900,000k like now there's intelligence that gives you some strategy about what it is I'm going to scan and it creates some headcanon around here's the super rare runs and I'm going to have fun going and looking for those like there's an okay. extra dimension there outside of the game as okay. is many things in this game so I'm just saying that's that's an extra layer that's on the exploration that I think everybody that's on this trip is using, and it makes it more fun. Did Frontier make it? No. But yes, there's a lot of other things in this game that so, are enhanced by third-party tools. I've got to say that for sure. That has always been my uh, experience with Elite Dangerous, which is no matter what Frontier is doing, great or horrific or anywhere in between, the community is super top notch at tackling things and adding you know I I don't think <clears throat> Elite Dangerous is particularly playable without Inara without eddb.io oh. without you, you, hey, I when I was in the hotel with just the laptop this was like a dog on a football trying to figure out how to look at 10 different third party apps while playing the game like I, I have sympathy for people that don't have more than one monitor. This game is super hard to play if you don't have all those tools. Yeah, uh, 100% for uh, sure. So, uh, moving over to Star Citizen, we're going to start... Uh, we've, we've started a new thing. I basically said, look, I want <clears throat> the researchers to take over the planning of this section of the show and work it out amongst yourselves. And today... Uh, Elix and Chad said Elix is going to kick it off and then hand over to Chad and they're going to pass it back and forth and it's going to be good shit. So Elix, kick us off. Yeah. 
So we, the first thing is we had the roadmap update every two weeks, and it happened, and nothing got removed. Mm-hmm. And what changed is there was a new thing was added. It's a checkpointing tool in the editor for Squadron 42 devs for um, like mid-mission saves. So like having loadouts and enemy setups and all that, I guess, sort of saving and being able to simulate that in the engine. Mm-hmm. Something like that specifically, I don't know. But that's added. Then the Hull A has been committed for 317. <clears throat> And that's a bit of a surprise. I honestly was thinking the whole A was going to be 317.1 and the X-Wing, the whatever you call it. The Scorpius. Scorpius was going to be 317.2. Yeah. Um, now, the Scorpius is some is going to 317.x. It is yep. confirmed not going to 317.0. Mm-hmm. So we will probably see that during or after Invictus Fleet Week, which is in late May. Okay. Um just I just going on how they generally this. schedule those things. But obviously the patch is not going out until it's ready to go out. <clears throat> unless they just shove it out on because they need deadline. And anytime they've done that, it's been bad. Yeah. I hope they don't. Yeah. So that that's basically everything from the roadmap itself. And oh, one more thing that also happened. I sh- we almost forgot that. They added columns for 319 and 320. But they don't have anything in them except a thing that says, check back closer to this quarter to view release goals. For now, follow along with every feature currently in development on the progress tracker. Mm -hmm. Basically, just to say, the roadmap ending at 318 doesn't mean we're not working past 318. Of course. Hey, Frontier, do you want to learn a lesson? Tell people the future exists. Frontier, listen to me. I know you're listening. (laughs) Anyway. Um, so that's all for roadmaps. And next thing, Chad wants to take us into the Easter eggs, not the Easter eggs, April 1st. Yes. The April Fool's jokes were pretty funny. So mm. first off, they had a, a, a new app called Mesher, <laughs> like, like server meshing, but it's actually Tinder, mm. but, um, it's pretty hysterical. They have a, a web page up for it, uh, which will be linked in chat. And then okay. they have, they have like an app. Where it's swipe left, right, and all that, and they have like sample profiles. Uh, some of them, were, like for uh, Marina Dooley, looking for qualified volunteers willing to share their free time, and maybe more. Uh, and there's a bunch of of uh, sample stuff. You can you can read it out, read it up on it. But it was a pretty hysterical uh, little, nice little Easter egg that didn't probably didn't take you know days worth of effort, probably you know. We thought something up and they put it together and put it out there. It was it was definitely a fun little in game thing. And there there's something as well about Mesher. When you if you go to the web page about Mesher, at the bottom it says download Mesher today and swipe your way to interstellar love. Download that shit. I'm gonna let you find out what happens when you <coughs> click on that link. But something else that happens that when you click on that link, your profile will unlock a forum badge called Hopeless Romantic. <laughs> you get permanent nice. proof that you participated in this event. Nice, nice. That's anyway, Chad. Always, it's always fun. Yeah, they always add badges for for random things. So sometimes jokes like the Big Benny thing and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, then they had the Star Citizen Alpha three point sixteen point two live patch notes. <laughs> now this is hysterical. They really dig deep into into the memes of the last decade of stuff uh, going back a long time. A lot of these are really inside baseball jokes. 
Stuff like some of my favorites, new mission giver John Crew. No issue, does not hand up missions to owners of Drake ships, even renters. Damn. <laughs> and another one is the new ASMR mode. Uh, select Paul Jones from the audio submenu to hear <laughs> hear the menus and text to speech. Because, you know, Paul Jones is virtually un, un, unintelligible because mm-hmm. his accent is so thick. So it's, it's pretty hysterical. Right. There's the Big Benny Challenge. There's, and then the Pico has become sentient. Seriously, <laughs> if anyone in the community is a programmer and can help stop Pico, please contact us quickly. Okay. Uh, it's just so, so much, <clears throat> so funny. Or the sandworm has finally been added to the game, but has decided to remain underground indefinitely. <laughs> And it just goes on and on like that. I love uh, the, 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 the one that I love is where it says uh, it was like uh, permanent persistence is now a thing. Temporary persistence has been turned off or whatever. It was like, holy shit, dude. Or the new ship, the Cutlass Purple. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah, so it's a long list of stuff. It's, it's very comprehensive and, and hysterically funny. And uh, if you have some time, you should read it over. Yes, yes, yes. Good stuff. Good stuff. Right on. All right. You guys are throwing it and back and forth to each other. Gotcha. Next is the, th- the what, 317? Well, the, there, was, there was also, they also had a live stream today mm-hmm. that we definitely need to talk about. Right. Yeah. Hell the yeah. waste of time, a complete waste of time. A complete waste of an hour. Which, which right and, away, when you see that as the title, you know it's going to be Jared and Lee hanging out. Yeah, but, it's, but it's when you Jeremiah see that as Lee. a title, you you just have to click on it too. You can't not click on it. But like, there's no way that that title is not J and J at their best. Yeah, and that's exactly yeah. what you get. You have Jeremiah Lee and Jared, and they have traded jobs for the day. Jeremiah is switching the stream with everything that means and jared's at the art desk mm-hmm. anyway so yeah um but three seven so we got 317 oh we're gonna do 317 how about we do the expanse first oh that's right okay so because 317 is gonna be a big long thing yeah yeah the expanse. go ahead okay so there's a lot to cover this week um so the expanse was a surprise announcement and it's in in uh, Inside Stars Citizen, that no one saw coming. It is a ref- a single person refinery ship to add to the m- mining game loop. So, if you're in a prospector or a mole and you have stuff that you've mined, you can pass it over to the Expanse ship using the bags when it gets released, probably in another <laughs> year, honestly. You can detach the bags, the, the ship can take them and then ingest the resources and process them and output a finished product. It can have six refineries, so it can do six jobs at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, they haven't given much details beyond that in the much of concept art. It looks like a really fat freelancer mm-hmm. with stuff all over, all over the place. Mm-hmm. And that's very cool. So if you're out, out in the black or in pyro or wherever in a system that isn't uh, civilized, you can basically, it's what it's the next piece in the puzzle of being self-sufficient mm-hmm. without having to go back to a station every, every 15 minutes. Uh, and it was very cool that they would give us this, this preview before because uh, right now they're going to take they have three week break while they get three seventeen out, 
and then until they continue the shows again, which they do every quarter. So that, that was very cool. And so we so, have like the Odyssey, the Expanse, maybe the name of the next ship is Frontier. Who knows? So uh, I, I feel like, you know, this ship is so long in the making. I remember last fall, it was what, September, October, November, it was somewhere in there, <clears throat> when the Nomad was first announced, the Outland Nomad, the Asp Nomad. Uh, it was a situation of... <clears throat> Like, they said, oh, there's going to be another ship. And everybody's like, this is the refiner ship. And it's like, it's the Consolidated Outland Nomad. Everybody's like, see, this is the refiner ship. And then they showed it, and people were like, huh. But it's probably still the refiner ship. And then it was like, guys, no, it's not the refiner ship. And then when the Misk, not the Misk, the Carrot Killer, what the fuck, the Odyssey, they announced the Odyssey, and when they first announced it, they're like, and it's got a refiner, and everybody was like, this is the refiner shit, and it was like, no, guys, no, no, this is, just, it refines fuel for itself to use for exploration purposes. Like, this Expanse ship has been, like, every time they're like, there's a new and unannounced ship for the last two fucking years plus it's been refiner ship, refi guys. This is the refiner. It's coming. It's the refiner, and now it's here in all of its glory. <clears throat> it looks neat. They've got six different refining bays, and you can mix and match those bays so that you're like, hey, we're gonna be refining six different processes, or we're gonna have six of them all all bays working on one giant process, or you know, three bays on one process and two bays on another process, and the last bay on a third pro like. It's there's so many <clears throat> questions that I have. Number one, I'm here for it. I'm here for all of it. I'm excited. I'm interested. Let's go. But number two, I like it. This is <laughs> they're like, here's a new thing. And we're going to tell you all about it. And for every new thing they told me, I have 10 more questions. I cannot wait to see more about this as it develops. I am so hyped. Uh, so yeah, uh, that's, that's you guys come on, hop in on this. I know. Cause there's been <laughs> so much speculation. Oh. Remember when everybody was absolutely positive that the Asp Nomad was going to be, uh, uh, you know, that's the refiner yeah. like two years ago. The reason, the reason why everybody was speculating on that was because the SC leaks discord got their hands on data mined files for just the hover landing gear of the nomad but they ripped it at the wrong scale so it was massive so they thought jesus this is a giant ship if it's got these huge ass landing gear and then they just went nuts from there based on basically nothing else and then it turned out that no actually it was just the wrong scale and it's a baby ship yeah also lady rain has joined us hello hello hey sorry i'm late no worries no worries how was the family dinner Everything good? Uh, no, I, we didn't go out. I actually ended up sleeping. I got sick. So. Oh, right on, right on. T tomorrow. <laughs> uh, you got anything you want to throw in on this? This to talk about yeah. the uh, the uh, the expanse. I feel like for I, such a long weighted ship, they picked the perfect name because everybody loves the expanse. Hi. Yeah, I was asking a couple <laughs> friends. Like nobody noticed the name. Like, I, come on, they did that on purpose. You know they did. So, um, no, I think the same things you said, Kai. Like, you know, this is an active refining vessel. It's a one-person vessel. 
Um, you know, we had we've had those conversations, you know, that I've mentioned before about, you know, hey, not every ship has to be multi-crew and this is a entry level single seat single person, you know, um refining vessel and I love this and I'm looking forward to it because it reminds me of stuff that we did in Eve where you would have a mining ship with a transport vessel with a mobile refinery out in the field if you were doing a big mining op so that the mining ships could stay mining and the transport ships would move back and forth so that the mining ships wouldn't, like they brought up an ISC, the mining ships wouldn't have to spend 15, 20, 30 minutes traveling back and forth. They could stay out in the belt. I think I agree with you lot more questions though it's one of those things where like okay well you've answered a whole bunch of questions i love this thing i'm really excited but when are we going to be able to drop the saddlebags when are we gonna you know be able to transfer them between ships like you know there's what re refinery processes are we getting what's the gameplay like there's a lot of questions that come but i think it's a long time coming and i'm super super excited for it regardless i'm ready for them to add this this next layer. That's it. Right on. Can you give us a little bit of belt loader? See, any loader, you come into the bell, you think you know it, but belt loader, we born in the bell, we know the belt. Oh yeah, belt loader. Right on, right on. All right, what else we got in Star Citizen? For. All right, so we got. 317 business here and uh first i want to open up we got rivers or a river um microtech now has a river on it and it's the test bench for them creating a tool that they can click and put hundreds on a planet <clears throat> but they're starting with one to make sure it works yeah yeah you want to uh, so you want to head to what is it you head to new babbage get to uh what heading 205 for about 40 clicks and you'll see it right there it's about five clicks long and it goes, uh, it's, it's, it's beautiful. It's, it's very, well, very nice to see. I, I actually have, the, have a posted route to the river. And uh, this is spoilers for anybody who wants to find it themselves. But you got two options. If you leave from New Babbage, go to heading 205. Keep going until you are 436 kilometers away. It is some distance. Mm. So heading 205... And just keep going until you've gone more than 420. Remember that. Heading 205 past 420, keep going. More than 420, if nice. If you are coming from space, start at Port Tressler. Fly towards Orbital Marker 5, but stop when you are 845.4 kilometers away. That seems really specific. It's probably good within about 10 kilometers. Then fly towards Comaray ST4-22 and stop at distance 638.6 kilometers. And then fly directly <laughs> at Microtech straight down. And This then, is orbital marker triangulation. And then blink with your left eye while you do the hokey pokey and turn. No, we absolutely yeah. right on. It, right. It's a very complicated thing, but I figured if we're going to go into that, I'll just talk about it. Anyway, um... But about the rivers, you know, anybody else, jump in. Yeah, it's a piece of tech, and so you'll be able to go underwater with a spacesuit on and a helmet, mm -hmm. and you won't die. Um, although if you try to land a ship in it, you probably may, may explode. Um, the It's a pure tech demo. 
they've done a number of updates to it in the in Evil Cotty and into the PTU, and they'll be doing more, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've seen video of it. I haven't been there myself personally, but I do plan on visiting it. And there'll be some harvestables along the shoreline for you know, food and so on. Mm-hmm. Other stuff you can either consume or sell. Yeah, there's some uh, of the trees. And, there's some of the trees along there that have like fungus on it that you can eat. Right. And the river ends in a lake, which mm-hmm. is cool. Um, and it's just what once they get the the tech down and it works great, they can just hit a button and add hundreds of rivers procedurally to a planet, uh, and then tailor it from there. I fully so it, like. I fully expect that we'll see it here, one river. Then probably next patch or two or three or five, whatever. Little tweaks in here and there. We added this. Did it crash anything? No. We added that. Did it crash anything? No. We added this. Okay, it works okay. We added this. Ooh, it doesn't do good things with graphic cards. Fix it. After whatever, when they feel like it's completely all of the things, because of course if they're smart, they're going to add this in waves. They're going to add one wave of stuff and then make some more tweaks and add another. When it's done, they're going to take all of those tools. They're going to hand them over to Montreal and say... Go ahead and populate some shit. Let's let's get yep. thousands of them on dozens of planets. Let's go, and it's gonna be great. I think they'll treat them just like clouds, you know, <clears> as we've <throat> seen with clouds, right? Because when Crusader came out, that was the first iteration of cloud tech, and then we got cloud tech on Microtech, and it was a little bit better. And now we have clouds showing up on Hurston, and it's even better. And I'm getting real tired, by the way, of people saying the clouds should be green. Acid clouds aren't green. Do your like research wouldn't acid clouds be like more either just like look like regular clouds and or maybe slightly yellowish uh depends on their ph level it depends on if they're like you know alkaline if if like the ph level makes them alkaline or proper acids weak or strong acids strong acid <laughs> rain clouds usually have a reddish hue to them not a greenish hue so i don't i don't know where this thing that acid clouds are green I think, from, I think it, it comes yeah. from video games in video yeah. games the acid cloud is green it's that like that yeah. new world it's you know whatever yeah. but like and but here's the thing <clears throat> i do agree 100 percent with people who say like hey this isn't how the clouds in the like the 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 clouds should sort of look in hearst and i think long term i think mm-hmm. we're definitely going to see it look more polluty and smoggy and whatever but that would be like you know Hurston, mm-hmm. that'll be like cloud tech level four or whatever. We're in yep. we're in B1. We did V0 was wispy, fake, CGI, whatever. And then this is tier one, which is like way more believable looking clouds. And I think <clears throat> down the road, they'll continue to evolve it. And it'll be like, yeah. like Crusader clouds should look gorgeous. Yeah, Hurston should. clouds should look smoggy and shit. It should look like, you know, Beijing in a, on a bad day. Like what a fucking polluted planet would look like, but like, yeah, that's Maybe, coming over but time. If you fly around, if you fly around Hurston when that sun's coming up or down, if you go on the far side of Hurston, it's actually quite beautiful. There's some like pine tree areas, green grass, and the the red sun coming up. There's some breathtaking views from Hurston. <clears throat> I mean, I'm here. I'm here for all of it. I, 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 like the continuing evolution. But it's like I think maybe what Lady Rain sort of is is getting at and i completely agree with that is like hey man we're on step two if step two is gorgeous be happy with that and just know that that doesn't mean that step 10 isn't coming it's just (laughs) just continual improvement well it's like with the river i i saw it yesterday and it's 12 kilometers long it flows but it doesn't have current so it doesn't push you um you can walk under it uh the spawning of 
collectibles on the riverbed wasn't working. The whole 12 kilometers didn't have any, uh, so I don't know what's going on there. Um, and the soundscape is ma- is amazing. The lake basin is amazing, and the fact that they've got it, it starts at a source that's higher up and flows downward into the basin like rivers do. Mm. Um, and it's it's absolutely fantastic. And I think, you know, people do seem to forget this was one dev that built this tool that put this down by hand as a test bed. And then they're going to, like you said, they're going to hand it off to the Planet Tech team, to the, you know, the, the Montreal team. And then as it grows, like Cloud Tech continues to grow every patch, it's going to get better and better. And one day we're going to log in and, you know, Microtech's going to have dozens of rivers on it. Yeah. Hundreds, probably. Yeah. All right. Hopefully. All right. Let's keep it going. So, yeah. Uh, uh, Rain and Chad, who wants to talk about ship-to-ship refueling? Uh, I can. So, ship-to-ship refueling, a feature that has been a long time coming. Uh, so, now, orgs and groups like the Fuel Rats, I don't know if they're going to come to start this or not. But they are. You They've can, already said you they're can, coming. Okay, then they now have a job. They have a purpose in life, saving stupid pilots from running out of fuel in Stanton, which is not, which is really difficult to do, but people do it. <laughs> uh, I've actually seen people in the past ask, are the fuel rats in game yet? Yeah. Um, but ship to ship refilling with the Starfare, as all things in Star Citizen, ships are purpose built. You just can't outfit any old ship to do refueling. You just can't use limpets or du jour to do all the stuff. So you have to have well, the one refueling ship is the Starfarer, which is like a giant hulking flying brick. Uh, and you have to know what you're doing. You have to purchase various quantities of either hydrogen or quantum fuel, and you can do any mix thereof percentages. You have six tanks. You have to, when someone calls out for a refueling, they don't have beacons yet. That will be in the next up probably three eighteen. So someone will have to go and chat, hey, I have a thing. They pull up a beacon, they fly there, they there's a negotiation where I'll charge you this much or I'll charge you nothing, whatever it happens to be. Mm-hmm. I need this much fuel for my ship. And then they have to they have to dock like a constellation docks. Mm-hmm. And then the operator of the Starfare has to go to the controls do push buttons, open the valves, and then start feeding the, the hydrogen or quantanium fuel to the ship. And you have to monitor the flow of it because if it goes too fast, it could blow the line and catch fire, and it's a bad day for everybody. Uh, so it's a whole mini game. Mm. <laughs> so it's not just push button insta fuel. Um, it has to be actively monitored, and then they have to man- they manually stop it when they, when they're when they're fu- you're f- they're full now the money that is is in this transaction is given into an escrow account Mm -hmm. so if the refueler doesn't actually deliver the money is never given to them so someone can't rip somebody off it has to be either way yeah yeah either either way so you have to put the money into the escrow account in the transaction and then once both sides are happy with the transaction then the money gets transferred to the other account well, so I think- well, just to be clear, again, because people could game that system, it's not. It has nothing to do with whether or not you're happy. The game tran- the the game will keep track of did person A get fuel from person B. If so, then pay them. If not, yeah. then don't. Now this is cool because this is the first time they've actually done this type of escrow system. 
mm-hmm. which is the which I think will be the precursor to a secure transfer between players. So if I want to buy some armor from you, uh, right now there's no way to do that in a secure fashion. You can put it on the floor and hope that I pay you. Uh, but in the future, <laughs> I'm sure they will be adding this is conjecture, a secure transfer system where I want to buy that armor for 10,000 credits and here's the armor, we put it into a box, hit a button, and the switch happens. Yeah, you, you basically, um, it'll be a trade window, just like you have in lots of, like, I'm playing New right. World right now. I open trade with you. I put in four guns and a helmet. You put in, and I click confirm. You put in 20,000 credits. You hit confirm. Both sides can see now what's in there. Nobody can change it without reconfirming. And now I click trade, you click trade, it's done. For sure they'll right. have that, for sure. Yes, yeah, so this, this is the first step in that process, <laughs> which is great. Uh, but ov- overall, it's going to be involving over time. But I like that that's gamified, that you actually have to be at the helm to get it done. Uh, and it should be interesting to see all of the funny videos coming out on YouTube of people not doing it right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to add... <clears throat> that for those that were unaware, because CIG is awesome like this, there are separate nozzles and fuel pods you can buy for the Starfarer now. Four, right? Four separate fuel tanks and four separate nozzles? I think it's three each with the one being the default, so it would be four. Yeah. 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 There's like three three extra ones and then the default one. Yeah, yeah. And the nozzles have like different fuel <laughs> rates and different safety rates and the fuel pods have like different fill rates and different volume capacities and things like that. So like of course they did. <laughs> you know, why wouldn't they? So nothing CIG does surprises me anymore. Right on. Yeah, so that's really cool cuz it adds more variety. It's like different min- mining heads by the equipment for the job you you're trying to do. Hell yeah. All right, let's keep it going. So I'm going to throw in something else that's adjacent to this as well, and that is that the commodity price of fuel, when you buy it from NPCs and not players, in 317 is now controlled by the quantum dynamic economy. As are a couple other things. actually hooked up to the background system. Yeah. But the, like that's the big one. This is the first time that it's actually attached to that. I think it's repair. Yep. Like no, ship repair. It's, it's all three. Yeah. The, the ship yeah. stay basically the station services are mm-hmm. now going to be floating on a dynamic economic it's system not just that, that measures though. supply and demand. It's not just that. Environmental missions, which is what the actual technical yeah. designation for anything spawned by probability volumes, are being controlled around rest stops by Quanta. So, um. The probability volumes are being controlled by quantum now, which means yeah. that it's spawning environmental missions on its own now. So those service beacons that you see that pop up for like combat service and things like that, those are now brand new being spawned. And there's like uh, one or two other things, according to the patch notes, mm-hmm. that, that quantum is actually finally online and doing. And we've been waiting for this. People, for this is, time. yeah, this is massive. Tony Z has been talking about this for what, five years, six years? Oh. oh god, yeah. But we only really saw the big demonstration that was over an hour like a few years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So. But like but they, they talked about it. And then they talked because they were talking about the design and then they actually started putting code. Yeah. Um and yeah, the reason why this is a big deal is obviously what Ranger said. And also 
it means that the game servers themselves are not controlling this, which is one step closer to making this an actual MMO, moving things to a higher level than the game server controls everything. Yeah, Hello? so that would be great that Tony Z, the architect, <clears throat> is finally getting his code live. Hell yeah. He was All bored right. with the Matrix, thus he redesigned it. All right, let's keep it moving. Yeah, so um, next thing, I think... No, sorry, I already... There's uh, shopping and selling. Yeah, my, my brain skipped several things. I was going to throw it to Rain to tell us about shopping and selling Tier 0 and the oh, okay. changes to loot generation. Yeah, so big change to loot generation. Um, around 50% of all the items in the game, so that's all your weapons all your attachments, all your armor are now on the loot table and you cannot purchase them in-game. Um, so, for example, we had I think it was like 248 pieces of armor that you could buy from shops. And as of 317, that's literally been cut in half. You're going to have to go out and find them. Um, there has been some backlash on Spectrum and the Reddit because people are annoyed that the suit they use for their org, they can't. they have to go out and get it now. Um, you know, people saying they don't understand why one thing is in loot and the other, but, you know, again, give them time. Um, and selling uh, is uh, is absolutely fantastic. Quanta, that's the other thing. Quantum is controlling, will be, not yet, will be controlling that information soon as well, mm. how much things buy and sell for. Um, but, yeah, you can go out and loot now and take it back to a shop and sell it, and it's absolutely fantastic. Um, a big part of this too, like 317 is full of so much, hey, this is more big than you think it is because all ship weapon systems and modules have been physicalized and given weights, volumes, and sizes and can be carried by cargo vessels and sold. People don't seem to realize just how massive that is because the cargo refactor is still on schedule for next patch. So that's another massive part of the buying and selling is that who knows when you're going to be able to actually like loot certain things. And remember, these have actual sizes and volumes. You cannot carry a, you know, Ares Starfighter size 7 gun in an Aurora. It's not going to happen. So don't expect that to happen. Also with this... They've increased the total storage capacity of all landing zones by, like, was it 10 times or 100 times? It was massive. Yeah, no. massive. I think it was 10 times. 10 times. And they've finally separated stations from ground facilities. So your, your orbital facilities will have their own. Now, you won't be able to, say, buy stuff at New Babbage and then go and pick it up at Trussler without having to move it from new Babbage up to the station. So that's something else to keep in mind. Those inventories have been separated now. So all your orbital facilities have their own inventory <coughs> and all your surface facilities have their own inventory now. Remember that. Yep. yep. And, and now the the thing that I like about this is we're, we're not at the point where you can get somebody else to transport your stuff for you, but Loot Goblin is now, or will be in 317, a viable playstyle. That so, gets you money. Yeah, I, I, I want to take a second to address some of the hate that's going on with regard to this idea of 
you know, oh, I can't get, I used to be able to get everything in the game just by going to the store and clicking, give me two of these and eight of these and 12 of these. And it was all there. It was unlimited of everything I wanted. Like, I get why it could seem inconvenient to you to have what you, you know, to not have everything that you had before as an option. Just the same way as I can get why maybe you're like, oh, no, Port Everest Harbor and Lorville are no longer linked on the same. They don't share the loot table. Therefore, I got to transfer shit to get it from you know planet side up to the station i just liked it better when it was all just together yeah but this is more realistic this is more it's bringing it out there you know yes i get it this is another change that is whatever but that same way people could say like oh i liked it when i would just backslash to die all the time and it was easier yeah but this is more realistic with medical Oh, I liked it when all of my stuff everywhere in the galaxy was just everywhere I was. I had an infinite bag of holding and uh, it was all just there. And it's like, no, this is uh, <clears throat> more realistic. This is whatever. So with regard to this change of not every item is in every store in unlimited numbers. Some things you can only buy a couple of and then they're out of stock. Some things they just don't sell at this store. That is encouraging you to go out into the galaxy and find it. And if you don't want to, if you're like, I don't like to do that type of gameplay, I don't, I have to go do bunker missions and kill these kinds of terrorists to get this helmet. I don't like doing bunker missions. Okay. So then you can literally meet up with other players, player to play interaction, and you can buy and sell stuff from each other. And I can refuel your ship, which makes me money, which is the type of gameplay I want. You can sell me shit that you pulled off of dead terrorists or cops. However, you guys do that. That's not, I don't question shit. I don't, I don't know nobody. I ain't nobody's dead. Like wherever you're getting your, you can player to player interaction now in interesting ways. So it is, it is incentivizing people to explore and do things in the verse. It is incentivizing players to trade with each other in meaningful ways. Could it be easier if just everything you wanted was at a store, at every store ever? Yes, that would be way easier. Does easier necessarily mean better or more fun? I dis- no. I don't think so. Now, you could absolutely have your opinions of, but I want all the hats everywhere. Oh, okay. But like you have money, right? Trade with other players. There are players out there that are getting those hats. There are players out there that are getting those boots. There are players out there that will get that scope. Trade with other players. Appropriate, appropriate constraint is what creates player generated game loops. That's why we bring you, Roy. You know, those pretty words like appropriated constraint. I'm just like, (laughs) fuck it. Get out there and get some. No, but that's, that's what creates the, the, these little, bindings right it's it's uh that's what makes you want the next thing and figure out a way to do it and if they put a few you know little hills you have to climb that's that's the rub that's the game mm. again you know like i hate to keep going back to it but it it's it's eve is eve is becoming star citizen is becoming more and more <laughs> like eve in eve we would have people that just wanted to pvp they thought that you know doing npc ratting as we call it was was boring as hell mm-hmm. i loved it I would go out and I'd kill these NPCs and they'd drop loot. And I would go and sell it on the local market to my alliance mates. 
mm-hmm. because we're out in the middle of zero zero. There's no, the only production out there is us. Mm-hmm. And so I felt like I was helping my alliance by going out and earning money and bounties off of killing NPCs. It, we call it gun mining. Um, and getting all this loot and salvage and stuff. And then I'd turn around and sell it on the local market of the station we built in the first place. Mm-hmm. And it, it, there was just this massive <coughs> connection to the rest of your people because they could come in, they could buy the stuff, they could fit their ships, they could go out and kill people. And, you know, if it wasn't me there doing that, they don't have the resources they need to go out and do what they want to do. So it's, yeah. it's the same thing. We're throwing out some Eve terminology. Hell yeah. Go ratting, go crabbing, go riding bikes. You know what I'm talking about. Let's slack some fools. Okay, I love it. All right, so uh, rolling on. Who from wants there. to talk about mining gadgets? Well, I can go over that. Um, mining gadgets. So to continue the mining loop of ever expanding mining, they had a money gadget. So you can have a a device you can place on a rock. There's different mining gadgets that do different things. So it may help you crack a larger rock. It may help lower the stability. There's a, there's a bunch of stuff. You But you have to physically leave your ship with the gadget, go either EVA up to the rock if you're in space, or walk up to the rock on the planet, place it on the rock. Then you have to attune the frequency of the mining gadget to the rock you're on with a bunch of sliders and a waveform. And then once it's all set, you hit a button, and then you go back in your ship, and then do mining as usual, and it'll, it'll have the effect that you want on that rock. Uh, now, you can may be able to recover the gadget after it's been used, or maybe not. depends. They haven't been clear on, on what circumstances that would occur. But they're, they're cheap, and you can buy them at, you know, at stores um, in a variety of places. So it's one more tool in the tool belt of miners to get at uh, bigger quantanium rocks or other stuff in the future that you normally couldn't with just a regular stock ship or a lancet head and nothing else. To me, this literally immediately evokes the scene from the very first episode of The Expanse where they're out of the ship mining the ice from the Canterbury and yeah. they had that mishap and the dude loses his arm at like the, the, the elbow or whatever. And he's like, oh, I want to get a robot arm. And they're like, you know, you can re-row it. Like it's it's that you're you're leaving the ship and going out with gadgets and shit to set it all up. And it's like, you got to get it right and whatever. And <clears throat> look, I get 100% that there's some people that are going to complain of like oh another revision to mining let's we want more gameplay of other types and it's like i get it i a hundred percent would i personally like maybe some more salvaging stuff and some some more other stuff but you know maybe before we get the like 19th different pass on mining stuff okay yeah i get it but like i don't not want the 19 passes on mining stuff i love this is just adding more and more complexity and more and more like <clears throat> just different ways to do things, which is beautiful. I want all of those ways. Yes, I want salvaging and and they're doing it. Yes, I want refueling and they're doing like we're seeing it. Is it as fast as you want? Maybe, maybe not. But like the fact of the matter is, is I'm here for all of it. I want mining to be as crazy, stupid, complex as it is now. I love it all and I want more. 
I do also want more stuff with, you know, meaningful uh, tracking of, of your reputations with bounty hunting and more stuff with salvaging and more like, and it's, it's all coming, but uh, uh, there, there's, there's no piece of this that isn't cool. There's no piece yeah. of this that isn't wanted. Speaking <clears> of <throat> reputation in 317, they are putting in the underlying tech to track more things in reputation. We are, yeah. Yep. And so behind the scenes, kind mm -hmm. of like when, so the more advanced back end will be in 317, but in 318 or, or something like that, they'll have a, a user interface exposing that. Nice. So it's it's coming, it's coming fast and furious. Every update is like, oh, we have these three things, and it's like <coughs> 17 other things, bam. It's like, surprise. Don't, don't forget uh, about the update to the medical gameplay, too. Oh, yeah, medical Chad? gameplay. Chad, does it sound... Does it is it what? starting to sound like this? Twenty twenty two might be the year of Star Citizen. It might, yeah, it's kind of sounding like that, isn't it? Okay, yeah, okay. it is. Sounds uh, like yeah, it to me. Medical gameplay, you no longer get insta killed. It's more nuanced. It's more you can get actually get her injured properly instead of like being duped. You're dead. Well, I mean um, that's or, that's and that's the thing. It's like you don't want to be injured and have it mean nothing. That's dumb. You don't want to be injured and have you bleed out in half a second before you can apply the med pen. That's dumb. They want so it's like yes, we're slowing down the injuries. Also, the rate of getting tired or sorry, the rate of getting hungry and thirsty is too slow. It doesn't mean anything. So we're tweaking that up. And also, when you log out, it's going to persist. So that means that it's not a situation of if you only play in three hour burst, you will never ever in the rest of your life you could play every day twice a day in three hour burst and never eat or drink because oh well i logged out before i was thirsty like no it's going to persist all of these things could it be annoying to some person probably yeah but to me this is more of what i want this is more yeah, this real is more of the simulation yep. that draws me to this game yes and by the way to give you an example so uh <laughs> i was hanging out with katie and stick um was it last night they had been on PTU for about five or six hours, and they were showing me the river and Katie's thirst meter, because she hadn't drank or ate anything, ended up killing her from dehydration at about the five or six hour gameplay mark. So, so like, drink a bottle of water every three hours and you'll be just fine? That doesn't seem yeah. overly cumbersome to me. Take a bottle with you in your backpack or have some stored on your ship. Or... Yep. <clears throat> but Take I mean, a couple bottles look back and at, some pieces of food with you and you're good to go. Look, you know, back, at the, look, look back at the fact we, I, I don't think, if there's anyone that's listening to this show that does not like The Expanse, please turn it off. We're not for you. But like, <laughs> yes, look at, look at you're we, in the wrong place. We, we all <laughs> love The Expanse. There's been, there were episodes of The Expanse where they were like, shit, I'm trapped. I'm looking i do like we don't have water we don't have this how many how many days do we have like that's part of it that's part of the fantasy of space space is cold and dark and wants to kill you and it will kill you through lack of air in seconds it will kill you for lack of water in days it will kill you from lack of food in weeks but like that doesn't mean because of the fact that you have weeks to live or days to live without food or water perspectively doesn't mean that it's not shitty doesn't mean that it doesn't lower your your combat effectiveness or tactical effectiveness or whatever pilot effectiveness whatever you want to call it like these are all real things as somebody who's combat deployed on multiple occasions let me tell you something mm. you don't take care of your body 
with with fucking hydration and and nourishment, you lose combat effectiveness. Period. Yep. You lose combat effectiveness, you might as well just shoot yourself in the head because you're useless. You're going to do you're going to fuck up in a way that's not only going to get you killed, but it's going to get your teammates killed. I also think as somebody that was a medical professional in the military, one of the things I've been looking forward to is this. And as we know, the way regeneration and death of a spaceman is, again, rapidly coming online, patch by patch by patch. Imagine you decide you're going to go spelunking in a cave to do some hand mining, and you trip, and you fall, and you bust up your legs, and you don't want to die because you've got all your gear with you. You've got all your loot with you. Who knows if you're going to be able to get back in time before some, you know, and, and find it. And you put out a medical beacon and imagine the gameplay of some random stranger showing up and rescuing you. What I that's going to way feel through the like. cave to get yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on my way. Just hold on. Just stay with me. I'm coming. Like, that sounds like role play. No, I'm like, just, I'm on my way. Hold on. Don't backspace. Don't. I'm on my way. I've got it. I'm that's coming. That's going to be so fun. Yeah. Imagine. Like, it's, it's, it's right there. It's right around the corner. Those kinds of things, and then, happen. and then you start to see. Then you start to see a glow around the corner, yep. and you can hear the voiceover comms, and you're like, "I'm right here! Come on!" Yeah, <laughs> start to be right around the corner. I need water now. Yep. Yeah, and yeah. and don't forget, don't forget that in Star Citizen, the louder your microphone is, the further your voice travels. So when you shout, you are actually hearable further away. Mm -hmm. all right let's uh let's wrap things up what, what else we got so one thing i wanted to mention um we've got the carryable storage container for hauling your loot for all your loot goblin needs mm -hmm. um ground vehicle signature mission changes have come in and basically they're very small yes exceedingly. you should be able to creep right up on someone's ass mm -hmm. if you're not really trying to show yourself with this needed to be it needed to be because yes. there were literally it was like i'm on a motorcycle and somehow you're seeing my signal from space better than if you were trying to track down a caterpillar it was like wait what yeah the ptv has a signature of 100 meters mm -hmm. like it's nothing and the cyclones are tiny they're very tiny like seven eight hundred meter range to see them and the grav levs, the the Nox is like four or five hundred meters. The dragonfly is like I think eight hundred, nine hundred meters. You used to be able to see these things from like fifteen k out. Mm. And so, this is it's it's very very drastic. And I'm glad. I'm very glad that this happened. Nice. All right. <clears throat> there, there's also okay. FPS weapon. Um, did new animations, new way it carries. Mm -hmm. Just overall looks better and feels better for it. Doesn't add, doesn't make you shoot straighter, but overall it, it looks and again better overall. Again, you're gonna get changes in there that people love. You're gonna get also people that hate it. They're gonna say, "I love my Gallant. I want full auto. I want. The, I don't want three round bursts. I don't want five round bursts. I want whatever." And it's like that's nice, but again. As this becomes more and more defined as a game, as they make things more and more the way they want to make it in the future, it's going to be more realistic. And sometimes people are there are some people that are going to love those changes. There are also people that are going to hate those changes. But those changes are real. When you're sitting, when you hop in a turret, 
a turret is a physical thing. If you're in a turret in a bomber uh, in an airplane like today, and those like you know you hop in the back of a B-17 or whatever, and you're in a turret, it doesn't spool up and move with ex- the exact same speed all the way across. It's slower and on the beginning and faster once it's like picked up momentum that's the way it's that's a it's a physical thing that has to like spool up <clears throat> and that makes it actually that's in a way that's really really good because you want it to be much much lighter of a touch when you're trying to make fine motor controls to aim in on a target that's at max distance and you want it to be much more responsive when you're trying to swing once you already picked up momentum there are going to be people that don't like that. Same thing with a gun. There's sometimes where if you're if you're trying to clear a room, there's times where a pistol or a you know a short weapon you, you got like a, an MP5 is going to be way more effective than you know a full on fucking you know if you're dealing with oh okay this one here I, I'm going to take the pistol instead of the M16. It's just I can clear these corners quicker. Other times you want something farther away. Okay, your rifle is obviously your best bet. It's there's just all of these different like not everything is equal in every way. And as they go through and do finer and finer passes for reality on, you know, this weapon is easier to room broom with than this one or this rapid weapon is much more stable and has way less recoil when you're trying to fire down range like these are all just realistic things that's part of it and yes the changes that come in patch to patch you might not like it because they just made my x gun less good because it's supposed to be not everything is good at every at, at everything there's you know there's there's pluses and minuses go ahead yeah so there's a quick shield face balance pass so size two shields will have a front and back faces instead of a bubble so size ones are bubbles, size twos have two front and back, size three have four quadrants. So that's another minor change to ship tech. So the MSR will now have a front and a back, so you can do double front or double back or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, another be, be, no, before go ahead. Be, hold on, sorry. Um, I just we we've been kind of just going off, and Kai's mostly been jumping. Um, Roy, Wolf, Tweak, you know anything. You know, before we wrap up with services and stuff, anything you want to comment about everything we've done so far, basically anything. Uh, I'm waiting to jump back in. I'm I'm really liking the opportunities for support. Um, <clears throat> I've played a lot of support classes in previous MMOs, and uh, I I loved all the discussion about the medical gameplay and the opportunities there. I think that's going to be super fun. Right on. Yeah, I just think I think this patch is it might very well be the biggest patch to change as far as game changing since I've been playing the game. And there's been a couple big ones already for a patch that a month ago people were saying it was going to be light. And it's just one game changing function after another and going over things like the FPS weapons and making them a little better and adding another thing to the mining. It's just it's adding the layers of the game that give it the detail and the variety. And I'm here for it. I cannot wait. Right on. Wolf, you got something you want to add in before Chad wraps up what he was doing? 
I mean, this is just the information fire hose. Uh, I, I've got one way I react when that thing's directed toward me, and that is receive only and try to comprehend everything that is going on. This yes, is going to be a hell of a book to read for the patch notes. Oh, yeah. That's fair. It already is. Go ahead, Chad. Yeah. Wrap it up. Okay, so, yeah, the shield facing and then the DNA heads. Your character will look different and much more realistic. It's kind of jarring when you first see it, but I think overall it's a good step forward to the realism that they're trying to convey in this game. So people have made a meme about the eye moisture, like, oh, eyewitness. I'll be honest with you, I don't really give a shit about all that stuff. That that stuff is all... Um, that stuff is all like, to me, it's like stuff I don't notice. It's like, but it's why they have artists in there that are much more capable. That like, there's shit I don't notice, but like, it adds to the overall presentation, which is good. To me, I, I I'm not that big on the eyewitness. I probably wouldn't notice it unless somebody pointed it out. But when you take a hundred of those little details that an idiot like me doesn't notice, and you put them together, what it ends up with is a a, a product that is just superior. And you're like, I don't know why it looks better, but you know, why does A look better than B? I, I don't know, but it does. And that's the thing. You might not give a shit about eyewitness. I might not give a shit about eyewitness. But it's one of a hundred little tiny changes that you don't notice at first that when you add them up cumulatively, it makes a thing, you know, head and shoulders above the rest. To me, what's more, way more interesting in regard to the, the changes to the character modeling or whatever for character creation is <clears throat> it's doing a much better job, I think, of giving you a much more diverse palette to like make all different kinds of characters that look like all different kinds of people. You know, it was a situation of, <clears throat> you know, in the seventies you had star Wars and it was a story about, you know, 9,000 white people and the one black guy and the eight foot tall dog that they hung out with. Whereas the expanse in the 2020s is about, you know, holy shit, it's Indians and Hawaiians and black and white and French and German, and it's all one big mix. It's it's just different than it used to be. And God bless it for being different because it's more real. It's more of us. It's more what we're seeing, all of us, not just the Luke Skywalkers of us, but the all of us of the of the the Mexican and the and the the everything else variety so like yeah fucking good shit it's all good um cig please for the love of god if you're listening give us an ability to export save our whatever because i want to spend i i i literally you know i hit character creation i just hit random a couple times i hit the dice a couple times and i come across one that i don't mind the look of and i'm like fuck it i'll just go with that the day that they announce hey you can export your settings to a file in your computer. We're not holding that data. That's up to you to hold. But you can export it and then load it the very next patch so you don't have to redo it every time. And then you it like get to the point where it's like, okay, I load my previous one. And now it's like, okay, but we've added these changes. So now like make a final pass. You want to change the eyebrows? You want to change the cheeks? You want to change the ears? What like whatever. But like my big big thing is please god let me let me save my loadout let me let me let me let me just save that cuz then i would spend hours working on it i happen to be a black guy right now 
I think last time I was Asian, I think behind the time before that I was black. The time before that I was like a British looking blonde dude. Like I just random, random, random go. Who cares? Um, yeah. Any other star citizenship before we wrap this up for the yep. night? Breaking news. During the show, Sig put out a PTU build and it includes the Hull A. Noisy? Noisy? Right. Well, go play so with that. Wow. It also, includes the Hull A, and it also includes changes to scatter guns and rockets, and that they, they may not be popular. Damage, uh, decreased damage and radius of explosions, decreased damage and removed explosion damage from scatter guns. Again, as we said, they're making changes to things to make it more realistic or make it more in line with the game they want to make. Some people are going to like them, some people aren't. Tweet, you had something? I was just going to say exactly that. I saw that come across a few minutes ago, too. I run yeah. Scatterguns Pyrobursts on my Gladius, and I'm sad to see that they're going to get a nerf, but I'll take them out. I'll put them in storage. I'll put the repeaters back on, and I'll go along with that until something better comes along. <clears throat> right on. Right on. Uh, okay. Uh, I am waiting for Star Citizen to get to the point where beta is on the horizon, and I am not in diapers yet. Uh, check back later in the year. Good luck with that. Yeah, I'm going to keep playing. So you have fun. Bye now. But I mean, it, look, here's the thing. Much respect to you if you're mm -hmm. saying it's not at the place where I want to play it yet. I respect that. You are a consumer. You have the right to say that. I mean, it, assuming you're a consumer, whatever. Uh, you have the right to say that. That's no problem. I highly recommend Terra Invicta that's coming out like in a couple, like it's literally coming out this quarter. I highly recommend Flight of Nova, which is in May. Mm -hmm. I highly recommend uh, Falling Frontiers, which is, you know, whatever. I highly recommend right now, playable right now, uh, um, uh, No Man's Sky. If you have not played Elite yet, let me give you a hint. Buy Elite and play it and put a thousand or two hours into it. It's an amazing game. Save the $40. Do not buy Odyssey. It's dog shit. But the original Elite is a fantastically fun game with tons of stuff. If you haven't already played it for thousands of hours and we're expecting the next thing. Like there are plenty of options for you. And there are many people out there who do not want to play a game in alpha. I 1000% understand it and respect it. So for sure, don't play it. If it's, if, if you're not that person that wants to play test for sure, it, you, you're saying you're waiting for the beta. It's coming later in the year towards the end of the year. So absolutely go play X4, go play Eve, go play whatever makes you happy. It's all Gucci. All right, let's wrap this up. Uh, we're done with the main show. Let's everybody say good night and add. You got like a minute or two max to add in anything that, you know, whatever you need to. Uh, let's start with uh, Roy. Your thoughts on everything we talked about tonight and things you're interested in, whatever, anything you want to add in? I'm just happy to see the energy going into these games. I think these uh, are on a good track. I mean, there's lots of complaints on all sides, but. You know, there's good things to find if you want to focus on that. I would say also that uh, I'm finding things on this expedition that are still blowing my mind. And if I, I agree with your comment about Horizons is like 95% of the game you should buy if you've never played Elite, I'll throw in my pitch for like 
if it's not a big spend for you, do the extra money because Odyssey makes Horizons look better. I've just spent the last hour while we've been on the show with the guys on the guy on, on, on the on the planet that we're on in this expedition, like ogling this thing we just found that's like holy crap, and it's only Odyssey, and it's um, oh, yeah. I, I guess I would just say it's there's these increasements to the uh, the graphics, you know. So anyway, look at that. Uh, and uh, it's worth your time. It's oh, worth yeah. your time if it's not a huge spend. So uh, fly casual. Hope to see you in the black. Yes, yes. Uh, and again, uh, Ronan, just to respond to you, you're like, I don't know why anybody's triggered. I'm not at all triggered by your comment. I agree with your comment. You should not be playing this game. If you're telling me I'm not ready to play this game right now, don't play other games. There's lots of great ones. Nobody's holding it against you. I'm not trying to convince anyone to play Star Citizen, I'm not trying to convince anyone to play or to not play Elite. I'm just trying to give you my perspectives of what I'm seeing and hoping that that will help you to make an informed decision because in the end, you are the consumer. You will decide what is right for you. I'm just trying to help you have some information to make those decisions. Uh, tweaked, what you got for tonight? What Closing thoughts, anything you want to add in there? Well, I guess in fairness to Elite, we should add they might be making the story go forward a little bit as a Salvation CG has kicked off today. Apparently some commanders got another message from Salvation and nice. go haul some Guardian stuff to places and yada, yada, yada. We'll see where it goes. I, I'm I'm excited for it. I firmly believe that Elite is going to get really, really fun for the next six to nine months. So I want, I want to believe it, but I haven't really seen any signs of that from FDEV yet. So. I, I absolutely believe it because they invested money in in Odyssey and they were expecting for story stuff to go. They they This is how they do it. They charge you for whatever and then they give you some good story stuff for about nine months, ten months. They just had it on hold. Now there's no reason for it to be on hold. I expect still maybe a week or two or three until they actually turn it back on because I think it's responsible of them to say like hey let's take a let's take a beat let's take 2 3 weeks and make sure that everything from the last update kind of settles and then let's yeah. let's launch that i i'm all for it i'm here for it i'm super excited for what's to come i think elite's going to be really really fun for a year or so before the wheels fall off so i'm excited um wolf closing thoughts anything you want to add drink i was muted um Actually, it's a, a pretty good thing to add right there by itself. Yeah, I'm. I've actually got some guardian shit in uh, a cargo hold on my uh, fleet carrier. Hell yeah. So I think I'm gonna jump out there and maybe collect a little bit and just see. Uh, I'm pretty sure I did some of the guardian stuff before, but to be honest, I I can't remember. <sighs> um, but if this starts off, here's new story. Thargoid's going to get pissed. Thargoid's Salvation has super yeah. weapon. Mm -hmm. Turns out to be good guy. Turns out to be bad guy. Who the fuck knows? They can do anything they want with this story because there's no pictures for power play to fuck that shit up. Like, awesome. Give us story. Give us lore. They've always excelled in making good stories when they set out to do them. Also include it into some form of gameplay. Story just being story isn't always the right thing i don't think okay 
Fair enough. Uh, Chad, you're up. Your closing thoughts, anything you wanted to add? Uh, Star Citizen is looking better and better. This release has been far deeper and far more impactful overall to the overall game as a whole than I think any patch in the last year, year and a half. It touches so many different systems and mining and FPS and mm-hmm. medical gameplay and the new refueling system and new reputation subsystem and all this other stuff, selling stuff to vendors and uh, just just so much across the breadth of the game. It's amazing. Mm. Can't wait to see what happens next quarter. Beautiful. Uh, Elix, you're up. Any closing thoughts you want to add? So... I think what I've figured out this show that I'm most interested in, uh, what I'm looking forward to the most next with Star Citizen, is Black Maze and XGR making releasing a video of how they've turned the track, well, turned the river into a track, including crossing the lake, hover bikes only. All right, I'm there. That's for a it. challenge, boys. Let's go. I'm there for boys it. Girls. Let's bring it. Let's bring it. Uh, yeah, we're in a post-fucking-genitals world. Who gives a fuck? When you say, let's bring it, boys, that means men, women, all God's children, trans, gay, straight, we community. fucking let's love go. everybody. Everybody is welcome. We yeah. hold no one back. Lady Rain, the space queen, tell the boys and girls <laughs> what you wanted to add to tonight. <clears throat> Nine long years, and this game is just rapidly growing every single patch, and I am here for it. If you want something else, however, I still wholeheartedly recommend checking out Empyrean Galactic Survival on Steam, as well as um, Starship Evo and Flight of Nova. As was already said, there's a whole bunch of cool stuff to go see. No Man's Sky is just a, a like a masterclass in how to treat your customers and, and just be awesome. Um, but yeah, it's... Uh, it's just fantastic to see how far we've come and to have been here for the whole ride. So I can't wait to see what's coming next. Hell yeah. Lady Rain, let's make a date, you and me, next Saturday night. Maybe, it, I don't know sure. what's going on with your family on Saturday, but we'll make a, 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 a date at some point. We will share it on next Friday's show. I'm going to go buy Empyrean. We're going to hop into it and you're going to show me around and we're going to have some Empyrean fun. We'll hype it on next Friday's show. And everyone is welcome to come and join your stream. And I will get to just be a guest and just drink beer and play Imperium and fly in a new spaceship video game. Fantastic. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, did I miss... Oh, I got Elix. I got Chad. I got... Did I miss anyone at all? I don't want to... I'm many beers in at this point in two different bottles of 6 and 20. Did I miss anybody? I think you got it. I think we went through everybody there. All right. So yeah. it's time for my closing thoughts. And my closing thought is uh, I love you all and uh, have fun. Uh, we'll see you next week. Bye.